0: You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures.
1: Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always are my good friends... Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And we would welcome you back. You have, uh, you're back in the house there, AK Mike. You, uh, yeah. have been on a uh, vacay, I assume. Yeah, I went to New Mexico. That's awesome. Well, Chow- very nice. Well, before we hear about that, we're going to give a shout out to, uh, A Power Batteries. Once again, rcbatteriesusa.com. Uh, all of us use it here at the, uh. Park Flyer podcast so you can put in a code uh, Park Flyer podcast 10 so it's PFPC10 and that will get you a car co- that is our code to get you a discount. So once again uh, rcbatteries.com rcbatteriesusa.com uh, and grab a handful of our of uh, A power batteries. So tell us a little bit about your uh, adventure. Uh, it was an RC adventure was it?
1: No, no, it wasn't. Um, Most of you guys... It was kind of
0: like an RC adventure, though. Yeah, a little bit.
1: I've been flying paramotor for a while now. It's actually a year, uh, just a little bit ago. Wow. And uh, I went with a bunch of guys to Taos, New Mexico. A friend of ours has a place up there in Red River and his place. And uh, we all uh, all had an opportunity to fly in the gorge there under the gorge bridge. Uh, And not everybody took that opportunity because it's scary uh why is is it scary it's scary because it's a 700 foot drop from the bottom of the bridge uh and if your motor quits for whatever reason you're walking out of there if you survive the landing so it's kind of scary doing it um but really in all in all uh, all seriousness uh the risk level is mitigated we did a lot of different things to make sure that that it was a non-windy day uh, you know we we flew around a bunch before uh going in there so that we could be sure the engine was working the way it should you know doing panic all and that stuff you know stuff that you might do if you freak out right but uh then you know just flew right underneath the bridge it was really cool a lot of fun
0: wow so you know what we're going to have to do we're going to have to uh come see this paramotor thing then we're going to have to hand you a controller so you can rc fly while you're paramoting i prob- cool. i probably could
1: Although I don't think it'd be very good for the plane overall. Why is that? Well, because I'd have to see the plane, first of all. And after I got into the air, uh, you know, that would be challenging to make sure it's flying right, that sort of thing. Now, if it was like a, like a, a quad, I could probably do that and fly the quad around me or something like that. But,
2: no, we got to do it. What, Mike? What we have to do is fly it with, like, with your Inav, something with Inav in it, yeah. and then therefore you could put it. You could put it into a stationary uh, holding pattern. You get, you launch yourself, you fly, you whip out the, you whip out your radio, flick over, take control, fly it around. Or we could do like back a follow into, me. Do a follow yeah, me. or Oh, that'd be great. Follow, follow me, me and It could be. Yeah, and it could be watching you. Oh, that'd be. That would be very cool. Well, and
1: I know, guys. Uh, you know, there are. Here is the real. The real concern I would have. If I made a mistake while flying that plane and it flew it into my wing or yeah, lines, yeah. and that that'd be problematic or potentially problematic. So it's not something I probably would. Yeah,
2: start. big worry. <laughs> <war>. <laughs> what a, worry fly, s- what a- fly, fly something that weighs less than two hundred fifty grams. And I just saw a video where they took a, they finally took a quad and then you know flew it right into an aircraft, and they were like buffing off the damage, right. like because the quad was just. <laughs> Exploded so, uh, actually, uh, AZ Mike sent it to me, so that was uh, pretty, pretty interesting. In fact, it was on our website,
0: right? Uh, I posted it on our Facebook listeners page, and uh, yeah, it's uh, actually a foreign video. It's some guys overseas in Europe, I think, either Germany or, or, um, the net. They seem Russian to me. They uh, seem what? Russian to me. They may be Russian, but anyway, it's over there somewhere, and they, um, You know, everybody's been talking about the quads, if they fly into, uh, you know, the airplane and if it'll take down an airliner, if it does damage, that kind of thing. And so uh, these guys finally said, hey, you know, we've got a guy with this big, huge meaty style Russian type airplane and we'll just fly it right into the wing and we'll fly it into the propeller Propeller. and, uh, anyway, it wasn't really the full video. It was actually a teaser video for the movie or whatever the new video coming out. So I only got to see a fraction of it and I sent it out or actually I posted it on our Facebook listeners page. Uh, so yeah, we're looking forward to, um, you know, seeing what that's all about and jump on our, uh, our Facebook page or Facebook listener, uh, I guess it's a park fire podcast listeners group page and, uh, and give us a comment or two on it and see what, um, you know, we can see what our listeners say. So uh, before we get started tonight too, uh, I need to give a shout out to uh, last uh, time we had Eric Haddad on the uh, podcast from 3d Aero ventures. And he was really nice enough to talk us into uh, or actually allowing us to talk him in to using our first video. So um I think we're kind of moving into that world. Uh, it's been a long time for us. We always talk like we're on the radio and we are uh, we talk with our hands and we can see each other. But it wasn't like our listeners could see it. And Jay would make uh, air quotes that nobody could see. And <laughs> now they will be able to because we actually have recorded videos. So uh, we are excited about that. And uh, Mike gets to be uh, with us on our second episode. So this will be our second video podcast uh if you are listening to the podcast you can head over to our youtube channel and uh check it out um and uh leave us a comment uh subscribe and uh let us know what you think we're uh, still kind of getting used to it but i think uh, it's going to be uh good so um let's see what do you guys think about that really what do you mean the video you, okay I, you know, that? it's kind of weird. You yeah. know,
1: I don't want to scratch my face. I feel like it's, uh, I don't touch Your my nose. nose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all seen yeah. some of the joke, some of the joke videos that come out from the, uh, the COVID stuff and uh, right. people doing different things they shouldn't be doing on, on, uh, on their zoom calls or whatever, but this is for real.
2: True. Yeah. So, wearing pants or shorts or whatever. <laughs>
0: Well, I thought it was funny when we started today. Mike was like, uh, oh, man, I got to get dressed up. I can't just sit in my lounge chair with my underwear anymore. <laughs>
1: well, wait a minute. I never sit there in my underwear.
0: No, no, we don't know. We can only see the the upper part of you. I could be sitting here in my underwear. That's anyway. why
1: I can safely say I've never sat there in my underwear. Yeah.
0: That was funny. <laughs> I will tell you that, you know, having Mike said that, I was like, oh, he's right. So I had to actually, I went and put a nicer shirt on. So. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're not getting the joke, but uh, the rest of us, uh, if you want to hop Well, to you the- know, there's a little shine on the forehead
1: here. I you, know, had, you know, oh, Yeah, there you go. You know. Old man's forehead going on. Yeah, should have put some makeup on.
0: Old man's forehead. So uh, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, welcome. And uh, for those of you that are continuing to listen to us, uh, give us a you know, shout out and uh, let us know how we're doing.
1: It might be safer if you continue listening. I'll be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it could be. You never know. <laughs> uh, I will tell you that it's a new skill for me. I uh, I mean, I've edited videos in the past. This is the first time I've actually done a podcast. Uh, and so it, it was very interesting and it was fun. And it didn't take me as long as I had imagined it, it would have. Uh, but I did have, you know, a little previous experience to it. So uh, having said all that, I think it'll work out.
1: Uh, I, just, I just want to say that... Um, don't watch the YouTube video while you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. You got to put that no, safety no, concern.
0: That's right. It's a Park Flyer podcast safety message. Don't watch the video while you're driving. All right. Well, uh, this week we have uh, a terrible topic to talk about. Uh, oh, man. We uh, – so, all right. So, let me set this up real quick because – uh, as you probably heard from the last time, I, I actually took an opportunity, uh, had some time off, and I went down to Jay's. And while we were down there, uh, we put together, I, I think on two podcasts ago, we talked about my visit. And, and we were doing some work on this KeyCat 65 or 50 or whatever it is. And we put this big 90-millimeter EDF on it. And then to bring everybody up to speed, I uh, had... You know, obviously, some work to do, and I got called out to go fly, and and so I told Jay, I was like, "Well, I got to go tomorrow," and I was scheduled to leave and go do my thing. You were, we were actually headed to the airport, right? And 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 the air, my flight didn't leave till like ten o'clock, and uh, to get where I needed to be. And then Jay was like, "You know what? You put this keycat cat together. Let's go fly it." And I'm like, really? I got to go to the airport. He goes, yeah, it's okay. We'll make it. So we, he charged some batteries. We jumped in the car. He threw the key cat in there and we went to the field at what? Six or seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like seven, seven, seven o'clock. o'clock so anyway, the field was nice and mode. Uh, he gets it all out. It doesn't really take much to put it together because you can transport it all together. Uh, the battery was already in it. He fired up his radio and he hands the radio to me and says, okay, here you go. This is the maiden flight. And I said, okay, sure. So we, uh, you know, it rolled down the runway. It was. Uh- well, 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 you got to back up a little bit, Mike, because I wasn't 100 percent
2: sure where, where the CG was. was. And that was the problem. I, I talked to the guy who, who I bought it off of and he kind of told me where he thinks it was, but it wasn't marked on the plane. And then it's I was somewhere trying to in the, the middle instru- of the plane. That is yeah, somewhere, yeah. somewhere yeah. between here. It, it might be. Yeah, it yeah, it might be
1: towards the front, or it could be towards the back. But it's sitting there in exactly.
2: That rank, plus, okay? it, plus the plane's a delta wing, so yeah. it's not like a traditional wing. It's going to be on the spar. Sure. So we, I kind of got a, a good wag about where it was. So I went on the on the safety side to make it nose heavy. Mm-hmm. So we knew it was a little nose heavy, but we didn't know how much nose heavy it was. It was a, so, lot. Um, it was a lot. So then we take it down, get it ready to fly, and then. Go ahead and take it, Mike.
0: So yeah, he he says, okay, that's pretty close. He wags it with his fingers, and then we run down. And there's really no wind, so that's the good news because that early in the morning in that little field, there's there's not as much wind, in the afternoon it picks up. So I uh, I cobbed the power and uh, rolled down the runway, and I thought, wow, this thing is really. From what we had all heard, it just jumps in the air. This thing wasn't jumping in the air. It started bouncing down the runway, and yep, and uh, I had I I. I actually put low rates, high rate, medium rates and high rates in there uh, thinking that it would, you know, help me out. And so I, I started out in medium rates. It wasn't rotating quite like I wanted to. So I flipped over to high rates and it actually came off the ground. Uh, however, it was climbing out really flat and uh, it was a little pitchy. And so I went back to medium rates now that it's flying and started trimming. And I got most of the trim in, and I got it turned. It was beeping at us, Uh and and so I went down when I went around the pattern a couple of times, and I finally got everything to where it was flying hands off. And it was actually tracking really straight. I was really surprised. It um you know was flying really well, and uh it only gets about three minutes, you know, because it is an EDF, and we had a you know one six cell battery in there, and and so uh, I told him, I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and let's, you know, come in for an approach and I'll see how it works. And so I left it at medium rates, came in. I gave myself a, you know, long way out and then uh, came in and just, it started floating. It really felt like it was, you know, kind of sinking, but it, it, it touched down, you know, what first little bit of the runway and just kept on cruising. Yep. And uh, it, it mowed, you know, Moved all the way down to the end of the runway and I was the other
2: end of the runway. So it was like, Whoa,
0: (laughs) it was fast though too. Right. Yeah. It was very fast. Very fast. It rolled really quickly. And so I told Jay, I was like, wow, that thing is really nose heavy. I mean, I put a ton of, you know, uh, trim in it. So we pulled it over to the table and, uh, basically I kind of looked at it and said, okay, well this makes more sense. I zeroed all the trims. We moved it back I readjusted everything. I, I made the control surfaces more level. You know, I re, readjusted the mechanical linkage on it so that I could zero everything out and and have it there. Uh, he moved the you moved the battery back just a few millimeters. Yeah, I
2: took I basically took the half the wag of what we had, mm-hmm. and you know, went from there. And you flew it the second time. And and one of the things though, it, it was uh, still the front wheel was kind of bouncing off the ground, and you'd yeah. lose not lose control, but you know, it was kind of drifting a little bit to the right or whatever I think it was. And so every time it would bounce, it would go to the right.
0: And you're like, whoa, you know, you can see your, your, your thumb. You know, like thumb would have pegged the rudder. Um, yep. Yeah. So the, he has wheel steering on it and the wheel steering is actually a lot, but as it was going down the grass, it would hop. And then as it hopped up, you know, I was trying to hold that, that, you know, connection in there or that uh, direction. And then it would just kind of, you know, I had nothing and I was just like, ah, and then once I, once I got it up to speed, I could use the rudder. So it wasn't so bad. Right. Right. But, um, but anyway, it got, it got airborne and it, uh, flew around this time was fantastic. Uh, it was, spot better. we moved it all back. I think we moved the battery back as almost as far as it was.
2: No, uh, you, you flew, I think you did a couple of patterns and this time you came back around and you landed. You want to, I said, go ahead and land the plane right now. And I'll move the battery back even more Oh, because okay. you right. said it's better, yeah. but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah. Right. 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 So, uh, I moved the, I moved the battery back as far as it could go and took off the third time. And that time you were like, Whoa, that's a lot better. Yeah,
0: It flew way better. it, it, it this time. It even looked faster because the, you know, it had kind of slid back some. And uh, so anyway, we flew it around. I rolled it, did a loop. And, uh, you know, by then it was a really time for us to go. So I came in and uh, touched down. It, it, it really slowed down and it touched down really soft. And it, it was a you know, mm-hmm. nice flight. It was actually two nice flights. And so we hopped in the car and he took me to work and, you know, basically. Well, I think we actually, that was, was that still the first battery or was that the second battery? No, we had switched batteries. Oh, okay. I know by the time we did the second battery, you we know. Still had, it, we still it, had like a minute 30 on the second battery. You know, we only we only brought two yeah. batteries. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first one, second one, I flew around, and then I said, well, it's not still, you know, not quite where it needs to be, and you said land. So I landed, and then we moved further back, right. and then that's I went, right. I just did one or two turns around, and it was. Way better. Came in and landed. Really That's great. right. Because I, cause I
2: know, I thought it was the second battery that you actually did. A, you, you got it up and you stalled it. And, uh, you know, kind of, you didn't super ring it out, but you kind of felt it around and you're like, oh, this is way better.
0: This yeah. A, yeah. Much- I didn't, I, I did do some, uh, a little bit more acro on the second, uh, the second flight with the second takeoff. Right. I did all the stall stuff way up on the first one and it was just real heavy when it was doing it. So the second, second or third flight for me. Right. So it was been three flights. Yeah. The third flight I did, uh you know, I flipped it over to high rates, really drilled that thing. It was just whipping right around and uh did the. Oh, yeah. You know, Especially you put it on a high rates, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was fast. So we threw it in the car and uh, he took me to work. And uh, of course, I flew and then uh, wound up back in Phoenix, obviously. Uh So unfortunately for me, I haven't been able to fly every day because all my stuff is still down in Texas. I have to go back down there. Uh, probably yep, pick day. it up.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a neat trick, Jay. Give him <laughs> to come back.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it.
1: It. It's a, just say,
0: Hey, your just stuff. leave your stuff here. Uh,
2: he's like uh, on RC uh, groups and he's like, Hey, what's that for sale? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? That looks a lot, a lot like my radio. <laughs> Those look like my batteries. Um, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> so, your, your
0: transmitter got way more than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't realize it was worth all that much, but Hey, thanks. Uh, so anyway, the, you know, we've been talking, um, Back and forth, and I and I was asking him if he had flown it yet. And you know, have you flown it? Have you flown? It? No, no, no. I need to go out there and, and test it. And the days have gotten, the mornings have gotten nicer out there oh, yeah. for you. So we got real nice. And so I, I basically,
2: you know, went to bed early, got up early in the morning. Oh, and and during the the time that you were gone, I had I had done some modifications to the plane. As always, I modified it right. Mm-hmm. So um, it had, um, like I said, the last owner, he put plenty of air holes throughout the plane through fuselage and such. So um, I just didn't like the look of those open spaces in there. So with my 3D printer, I went ahead and I printed grills to go across all those openings, or I shouldn't say grills, they were louvers. So I printed these different louvers for the planes for all the different openings and, um, you know, had some trials and and failures, but I, I figured it all out and it really looked nice with those on there. I mean that kind of really for me anyway really changed the whole look of the plane. And on one of them, I printed um actually I had printed them for Mike. Uh he said he he wanted to put some whistles in his A10 and he'd already gotten some out of some Nerf balls and stuff and of course I went on Thingiverse, started looking around and there were basically replicas of those Nerf whistles that I could download. And so I downloaded I had downloaded and printed it for him, but he had already got enough of them to put in his plane. So I had them laying around here and I said, Oh, you know, this would be kind of cool to stick one of these whistles on this plane. So in one of the louvers, I molded, you know, the, uh, I guess the same diameter hole in one of the louvers. So I could just push one of those whistles in. And it was kind of cool because I had printed them kind of thick or at a thicker line setting. So, uh, when I could actually screw it in into the, the louver and it would screw in and it was, it was kind of neat. So anyway, I had that in there as well. And like you said, uh, the other day, it was a nice morning got up, got out there no wind, beautiful, not a cloud in the sky it was beautiful it was like i want to say seventy five degrees got out there and I'm like, okay let's do this and um put the battery in, got everything down you know i'd re- i redid the battery tray so that uh, put in the non slip stuff uh redid the um, uh uh these, not the zip ties, the the Velcro ties and stuff, I had made, once again, printed out some, um, some braces to hold the, to hold those in to the plane because the battery tray had a big, huge hole for the, uh, the landing gear, the front landing gear. So you can get in there and and fiddle with it. So I just made these things that went in uh, onto the sides so you could put the thing through and still be able to access and make adjustments to the nose wheel. So anyway, I get out there and I go to start it, and I, you know, uh, Mike had programmed the last time we were in there. Had programmed in the, the cutoff switch, so cutoff switch is on. I turn it off, and the motor goes. Wee! And I'm like, starts oh. up. It start. I mean, it starts up and is rather high. So I'm like, oh man. So I go ahead. I turn it off. I unplug the thing. I I throw the um, the throttle to high. I replug it in so that so that the speed controller. go into its uh programming mode so i calibrated itself i undid that redid it and all of a sudden everything worked so i went ahead and flew um and the flight was really really nice i mean you know i was a little nervous but once i got it up off the ground and flying around man, that thing just puts around beautifully at half throttle and and just rock stable and i was like wow this is really neat so i um You know, I had to give a little bit of uh, down trim, uh, just a couple of clicks, and it was just cruising around beautifully. So I was just getting, you know, used to the plane, get my nerves. Uh, I came in and uh, did a landing, and the landing was really sweet, you know, right at my feet when I came in to land. Um, You know, took off again, went around the pattern. Uh, landed again, and I was just like, "Wow!" I was thinking about putting one of my gyros in there, and I'm like, "This thing doesn't need a gyro; it needs nothing. It flies great, hands off. It's super stable. You know, almost like a trainer plane. Yeah, it was really you know much. It
0: was really like a trainer. I mean, I was really surprised how stable it it was. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a, and
2: I think it's because it had such a fat wing. I mean, the, for a Delta wing, that, that wing was really, really thick
0: and it had the twin booms. I think that, Oh, and the twin booms, right. Cause
2: it tracked straight, man. It, it was, was, it was yeah. on point when it was tracking. So anyway, I was all, now I'm all jazzed. Right. So I'm like, Oh boy, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, next flight, I'm going to, you know, bring it out. So the next flight, I, you know, took it off. Um, same thing, um, Still having problems with the uh, throttle cutoff. I had to reset set it again. so this time I turned off the throttle cutoff, every, you know reset it, uh, you know recalibrated the, the, the speed controller. Everything started was working fine. went to take off uh, again. Uh, this time I'm flying and I'm like, okay, started doing a few loops, uh, clicked it off of uh, I, I think I had to, I was flying on low or meet no, I think I actually was flying on, on low the whole time. Um, So this time I put it into medium, and then I put it into high, and I was doing rolls. And I tell you what, man, that high on high, it it rolls like a top. It was I was really surprised at how quickly it rolled. That was true. But but like you said, it it has full span, you know, ailerons. So you know, I guess that's not to be you know to be expected. But I I was like, wow, that that's okay. Well, we'll have to work our way up to that because <laughs> it was super quick. <laughs> It was pretty quick. Um, I,
0: I was pretty shocked actually when I flew it. And when I went to high rates and rolled it, I was like, whoa, that rolled yeah, quick.
2: Yeah, exactly. I wasn't expecting it. So um, anyway, on medium, it was it was perfect uh, just for all around flying. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm doing a, a split S and I'm kind of coming out of it. Um, and as I come out, um, I start climbing again. And I'm kind of doing a 35, 45 degree climb out um, at the one end of the field. And all and all of a sudden the, the engine goes and it just kind of goes whoop and I'm just hearing the whistle of that the little whistle and I'm like what what no throttle so I go to kind of reset it and it kind of goes at you know at a perfect trajectory gets to the arc kind of levels out and then you know is up there kind of you know uh, 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 and I'm like no 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 and I'm I'm moving all the sticks right nothing's happening yeah. and I'm holding the radio up above my head and I'm like no no I'm I'm running towards the plane no 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 and it kind of goes up, it's, it, pre, it starts pre stalling, goes like that, goes into a dive, mm. pointed straight at the ground, whistling the whole way down. And I'm just
0: screaming at the thing. Good, you had and sound
1: effects just, and stuff too. You know, I know. Important. He was doing
0: the sound effects while it was all going out. That was pretty. <laughs> and so she just kind of arcs graciously
2: over, and there's nothing I could do. And, you know, the next thing I know, um, kaboom yard sale. Yeah, yard sale. So, if anybody needs any uh, balsa slivers, I got them for you. There you go. Um, all grades, uh, all sizes. So, it, it turned into – oh, and, and I have plenty of balsa a powder. So Balsa
0: know. powder, <laughs> balsa sticks, both for steel. Yep, yep. Uh, couple balsa of wires. chips.
2: It, um, dude, it pulver-
1: that whole fuselage just got um, turned into I, sticks. I think they're specially bent wires, aren't they?
0: They are now, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cut, so, some so, –
1: Custom bit. That's what I was looking for. Yeah.
2: So I jumped in the car. I drove over to um, the edge of the field. I had to hop a fence, jump into the llama field. Luckily the llamas, I didn't have to battle any spitting llamas. So I forgot my spit shield, you know?
0: Because
2: um, you, you could have got COVID from the llamas. That's right. Could have yeah. got some COVID. Yeah. Llamas
0: get COVID? I don't
2: know. Yeah. Well, dogs and cats do, so why not llamas? The llamas might. So, uh, I get up to the plane there's just a crater from where you can see where it went in and then all the gut, the internal guts are just laying there off to the side. So everything's still connected and the lights are on and I'm like, Oh, look at this.
1: The lights are on, it, but no it, one is home.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, the, I left my radio on. So I'm assuming had I, you know, went back to my radio and moved it, the servos would still move because everything was still connected. So I, I definitely had a brownout or something. Um, Man, it's and tough. as you know, with the spectrum systems, it browns out for four or five seconds, or a second longer than it, it takes to come back.
0: So, yeah, you definitely you know. need to be several mistakes high and climbing for the brownout. Uh,
1: that's the interesting thing. He was climbing, right? He I said, was, yeah, I was. he was. He was but he
0: had just come out of a split-ass low to the ground, and as he was uh, climbing, turning, now he yep. he was getting. You know, it's some- all your
1: fault, Jay. <laughs> it is. If he, had, I guess. if he had flied that higher,
2: then that would have been. No deal. Uh, I I don't know. It, there's a whole bunch of things, right? I it, it the. <laughs> I guess I'm just like it's one of those. It just this is one of those things that just burned me. I was so upset. I usually don't get this upset about crashing planes, but I was so upset. A because both Mike and I had put so much work into the you know getting the plane ready to fly, right? And just that was when he was showing me all the techniques and stuff, and I had made a couple of pieces, and you know. The 3D work I had, you know, printing work I had to do on it and just all the little things to make it come out to make it look really pretty and it flew great. And I was looking forward to flying that plane, you know, because it just was – it just flew so well. Um, And then the second thing, you know, after after it got destroyed, I was like, well, I could just buy another one. Wrong. Wrong. It, that's a kit that, you know, it was very popular. But unless you you nab one at a garage sale somewhere, you're just not, the kits just aren't there. So, actually, that's not true. I found one in Taiwan or Singapore. But, you know, I don't know if I want to order from there. I'm not sure if it's the right size. It's cheap. It's a dollar. (laughs) It's a dollar. Yeah, not quite. So, um, yeah, so I was just, it just burned my, it's one of those things that just burned my hide. Because technically speaking, it only got flown four times. Right, that was twice by yeah. Mike.
1: N- nervousness level you know, is inversely proportional to the time spent on the uh, plane. Yeah. yeah,
2: you know, one and a half times by me, and it, it wasn't anything my fault, you know, or or whatever. So, at this field, I've lost four, two, three, four big planes. Mm-hmm. And were, were they all down by things. the way the llamas are? Yes, they were. No, two, no. two were, and then two. One was like over the r- river. Tailors. I remember
1: because I was there for that one. But we know what that one was. That one was. Too much amperage on the escape itself. On what? On the ESC electronic speed controller.
0: <laughs> oh. For those of you that maybe like the
1: image of the video across. Right.
0: For those of you that heard him say "escape," you can call eight three zero four 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 nine four three and that's right. A piece of your mind. That is our hotline. And or give I me a piece end. of your escape. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that uh, we have had some uh, phone calls on there, and we do appreciate them. Uh, some uh, large portion of them have been about using the word "escape," so uh, we are trying to make a concerted effort.
1: That's going to be on me. I might as well put my newbie hat on. Just leave it on there.
0: <laughs> We're just going to put it across the screen. <laughs> Electronics uh, escape? No, no, electronic speed controller. That's what it is. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So
2: I, you know, as I walked up, like I said, it was just parts and pieces. Um, the, you know, the landing gear was fine. The wings were fine. Just the fuselage, just like I said, just simply imploded and there was nothing left of it. Um, so like I said, it was just, I mean, I was really down yesterday. I just was, or the other day I just was, I haven't been that down in a long, long time from losing the
0: plane. It just, I don't know. Just so Jay, got to me. I was I wanted I, to quit. Yeah. Jay and I go back about 30 years and I can probably count on one hand how many times I've gotten a phone call that had that much anger in it because Jay, Jay and I both, we just don't get angry. I mean, it's just not in our personalities. We're the happy go lucky guys. But when I picked up the phone and said, Hey bud, what's up? I could feel the venom just <laughs> oozing out of the phone. And the obscenity started. (laughs) Yeah. I just, you know,
2: the plane flew so well, I was so surprised at how well that plane flew. And I was looking forward to, you know, having a nice long relationship with that plane and for it to have it taken snatched
0: from me. That's right. It was snatched right out of the air.
2: Yeah. I, and and it was just one of those stories of how I got it. It got it for a great, for a great deal, you know, Got all the parts pieces for it. It flew great. I was, you know, I, I don't know. It was just one of those things. I didn't expect that to happen. So I, I just don't know what to say. And it was a lemon receiver. I've never really had trouble out of a lemon receiver. It's always usually the orange receivers that I have problems with, and I don't fly with them anymore. So right. I was right. quite surprised. That is surprising. So I was robbed. You were robbed. What's up with that? So anyway, um, it's not nearly as uh, an expensive as an expensive lesson as what you know for your L thirty nine, Mike. Sure. But still, it just it's just disheartening when you have something that you that you kind of you're you're falling in love with, and then all of a sudden it's taken from you, and and you can't get it back. At least you know for your L thirty nine or for some of the other planes that uh, you got nicks, dings, or, or whatever, and you can repair. But that what I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was nothing repairing you know, that one. Unless I go and plant a balsa tree, you know, there's just nothing I can do uh, for that one. Right, it was it was totaled. So, well, so you
1: guys, I'm I'm sort of remembering. Uh, I'm going to sort of changing topics here. I'm sort of remembering. Spencer was up here a while back. Uh, did we get to talk about the uh, what he and I were doing? What? Oh, so okay. no, that was
2: right as uh, Mike. I was taking Mike to the airport. He was he was up there with you because we we were you know we were
1: Mike had to leave to you, early right? and yep.
2: and we were going to come up right uh
1: and i and i, I think what uh, made me start thinking about that is the edf uh so i have a um uh edf plane that's a, sort of an airliner type of a plane mm-hmm. and uh so i had to put it together and i brought them all my planes and you know luckily spencer was there one it was windy he he would say it wasn't windy, but I mean, he would say it was windy, but it was like not too windy for him, but it was definitely too windy for me. So he's (laughs) like, I'm going to fly your airliner. I was like, what? I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, I don't care if you crash, it's fine. And uh, so he ended up flying that thing. Well, one of the servos didn't work for the wheels. Um. And uh, I don't know, a bunch of different stuff were going on. I think one of the surface areas came off. Uh, I mean, it was just like all kinds of stuff. It's like, Mike, did you check these planes out? I said, like, yeah, dude, I checked them. But, you know, it's been a while since I really put my eye to them. So, you know, so we did some field repairs and uh, he flew that thing. And, you know, for me, I fly that thing like, a you know, it's sort of a little um, just nice and easy flight around. And he had that thing flying upside down and, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And, of course, that particular wing um, needs... Some uh support, because the wings want to fold up um, what? yeah <laughs> so uh, right. so that was kind of interesting, watching the wing kind of start to come up towards the planes like, oh, maybe you probably shouldn 't do those g high g maneuvers and uh, but we ended up getting that down, and they flew my uh wing and that had its share problems. We found out that the the uh, battery um, was not heavy enough, the battery put in there, which were the that, so this is an interesting thing. The new A Power batteries that you sent me, we put one in there.
0: Oh, you did? Okay, perfect. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, they work great, except for they're not nearly heavy enough because they're, yeah. you know, a different makeup. Um, and I end up having to put a eight eight hundred milliamp battery uh, next to it, not plugged in, but just like next to it oh, for weight. For weight. Yeah, yeah, for weight. And then finally, oh. that that started flying right. It was it was kind of crazy. And then what else did we fly? I don't know. I had one or two other planes that he. So
0: you he, couldn't move the battery forward at all?
1: No, it's very in the very front of the in the very front. Box. It just
0: didn't weigh. It didn't weigh. It just enough. didn't
1: weigh anything close to what the wow. what the other batteries I've had. Yeah, so it's probably a good thirty grams less, I imagine. I didn't I haven't weighed them, but it's in that range because uh, wow. that eight hundred is probably about thirty grams, I'd, I'd guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that so that made that work. And I again, I can't remember what other planes I had. Oh, I probably had my yellow EDF there as well, and that thing flies great. I love that plane,
2: even after oh, I well, crashed I know, it. I know you weren't flying your MX two or whatever because the wings are sitting right. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's I, right, right back there. <laughs> the, wing, the wings are there. sitting on that stool. Jay right wants there, me to right. come. Wants me to come back too. I think
0: he's got this uh, reoccurring theme going on where you yeah. know, it's like, hey, come on down. And then when you get home, you're like, where is all my stuff? And he's uh-huh. like, hey, you got to come back and get it. So. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so, so but but thanks to Spencer, I mean I I think the whole reason to point this out was you know because Spencer was there, uh we had a reasonably successful day <laughs> flying in the wind. Oh, I brought the um the dragonfly, um, uh, which is yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. That thing that we did a lot of touch and goes and the and uh, in the wind we could fly that thing high alpha, no problem at all. That thing just, huh. just zipped I thought I in. thought
2: your dragonfly got demolished.
1: No, no, that was the uh
2: Panther uh, the yellow panther. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I thought I thought the dragonfly, you know, and uh, the dragonfly is the uh, Polaris. Other names, it's right. the Polaris no. and some other. No, Polaris. it didn't. It it's a, it's didn't. A, it's I a had water, some
1: trouble a, with the motor. It wasn't taken off the water very well because of the incident angle on the motor for some reason. And so no. now that I have um, the YouTube from uh, last last time, I can use that to, you know, what was it? Force times distance equals that the moment correct arm. yep that is right so i can, it's so I can get the moment Ooh. arm i remembered it yeah that's true. yeah he, he <laughs> must have watched the, the video <laughs> i can get the moment arm uh properly set on the uh step so that that's working the way it's supposed to work very nice so, so we'll have to see how that goes but yeah anyway okay. i just yeah. wanted to bring that up
0: well he did say he had a good time down there um i know you guys uh i, I was supposed to come up but i got called out to go to work but uh, yeah, it seemed like we're going to have to make a, you know, concerted effort to go up there, but he, uh, he did have a good time. And, um, I guess you guys checked out a couple of fields up there too, or tried to. Yeah.
1: Either. yeah. So, uh, Spencer had been doing, he, he was in a different part of the state, uh, in Irving and i I live in Dallas. And so he was a little bit further away. And so we were trying to figure out, you know, fields that would be in between for him to go to my field would have been like a two or three hour or two and a half hour drive just to get up to the field where I fly typically. Mm-hmm. And so we started looking around and found a bunch of fields. One was uh, a park that was basically, uh, I guess it would be a marsh. That's A
0: marsh? (laughs) Is that because it's Uh, been raining or is it just normally a marsh? Well, I think it's
1: got a lot of water around uh, it around but it. when it rains it fills up pretty quick and you yeah, just can't yeah. fly there so we i think that was one of the first places we went i was like yeah this is marshland no wonder it's a flying field <laughs> and uh and then the next one we went to was uh greenville i can't remember the name of it actually uh one one more. i, I had to look it up uh but that one was a good one and that's where we end up flying uh there was a third one he went to i didn't go to was a jet park a place where they fly but it was like I left about noon uh, from where I had stuff to do in the morning. So I left about noon going towards him. He calls me. I'm halfway there. Hey, dude, don't come out. I was like, what? He's like, don't come out because uh, everybody left already. I was
0: like, oh. what?
1: <laughs> and so I'm already halfway there. He goes, oh, bummer. Uh, so that's <laughs> when he started looking up for the other fields, and then we just met at one of the other fields that were there. And, we, and the, field, the last field we went to was where we flew. Uh, it's, they had a nice... Uh, I think I sent a picture to you guys. They had a nice... Uh, yeah, I, think, yes. yeah. I think you did. Yeah, a nice um, setup, and we had a good time flying there. We met a kid named Felix who was really good at flying. He had a helicopter, and he was doing some stuff, and there was another guy out there mowing the lawn, and they were actually rolling it, too, which is cool, because it just rained, and so when it rains yeah. like that, they get their roller out there, and right. they roll the roll it so it's nice and tight, And and that made it a really great I mean, it was a grass field, but it was we were. I used my wheels. My uh, that uh, airliner has you no know, kind of pavement wheels, really, and but it it rolled out just nice. Huh? So, yeah, it's a lot of good things. I, I so think, I, I might spend some more time that. at that field because it's a little actually a little closer than the other one. So oh,
0: very cool. Well, that's good that you were able to get out and uh, find some extra fields or find a new place to fly. Good, good, good stuff right there. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will tell you uh, (laughs) that we mentioned the phone number. Uh, One of the guys called us, so we want to reach out to them, and he asked us for uh, more helicopter content. So there you go. So there you go. uh, We're going to have to get back with him. Uh, However, I think, I mean, honestly, you can see I have one. If you're watching the video, you'll see that there's a little helicopter behind me. I've put that thing back together about six times. Uh I'm not really good at flying it. And then Jay has a what do you have? A two thirty or something that we've flown once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I
2: have a myriad, a couple of E flight, yeah. uh uh helicopters and I also have uh KX I think it is K X one twenty. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, aerobatic one, oh, wow. so uh you know, flies off in one cell, but it's
0: it's actually quite cool. Well, I will tell you that we're going to have to have Spencer back somewhere. because Spencer is a helicopter guy, albeit none of us are. So <laughs> that's probably why it is you're not hearing as much, you know, enough helicopter content because <laughs> none of us are very good helicopter pilots. Yeah, we got to have more helicopters. Okay, so on, if, if you're case.
1: a helicopter pilot and you'd like to share some content with us, 830 444
0: And there you go. And, yeah. Uh, Yep. So we can uh, we can actually have Spencer on, and then he can answer all those questions because the rest of us will be just be going like uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, but one of the things you guys do fly are like quadcopters. Yeah, and and you guys yeah. have both flown those. I've actually flown them. my. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I. Yep. There you go. You got a little mini one. And so I, the, a couple of weeks ago when I was down at Jay's. Somebody had sent out, and I know this is kind of coming out late because during the COVID uh, uh, lockdowns, they had these flybys, and the Blue Angels flew off. Oh over. yeah, that's right. And we started talking about this video that had come out, and I know that the video's been out for quite a while, and you know I haven't really heard much about it, but I, I did just have a couple of things to say, and then you know we can kind of let it go. But uh, I think there was a couple of guys that did uh, some videos specifically for it, and. You know, they basically were asking if it was real or not. Mike, Uh, is this
1: a conspiracy theory?
0: It's not a conspiracy theory. Okay. um, But I do understand uh, because I fly full-scale aerobatics and I do have a smoke system on my airplane. And the way the smoke system uh, works on the real airplane and on RC jets, because, you know, we do fly RC turbines and they have smoke systems as well, uh, is that you have a smoke tank full of oil. That oil is piped through a high pressure to a very small uh, outlet. Jet. Yeah. It's like a little, it's about the size uh, of a ballpoint pen. i show this here, but <laughs> the size, <laughs> yeah, that's... yeah, if you're listening, you can't see it. But uh, it's, it's about that big. Like if I took the pen apart and, you know, it was about the size of a soda straw. And the soda straw comes out into the exhaust port on my airplane. On the jet, it comes out right in the tail end of the tailpipe. And so what it does is it sprays this oil, Um, in my particular case, it fans it out, so it's like a little fan, and it sprays this little fan, and then as a result, that hot exhaust that's coming off the motor instantly burns the oil, and it turns into smoke. Now, the reason I bring that up is because a smoke coming off the airplane is very dense, and depending on the type of smoke and how fast it's releasing, uh, it will what I call hang, right? It just, it kind of, it doesn't come apart. It just kind of hangs in the air. And so on my particular airplane, I can actually start the smoke and do a complete loop. If I pulled a 6G loop around, I could actually come down and almost catch my smoke trail. I wouldn't catch it because it's not putting, um, it's actually burning at a, at a little bit better rate. Uh, so if it wasn't, then I could have come down and just gone right through the smoke. Um, now, the reason I bring that up is because in this video, the Blue Angels are flying with smoke. And there are six Blue Angels. Actually, in this video, there were, yeah, there were six. So there should be how many smoke trails? Six. Right. Six. Yeah. So if there are six smoke trails, then all six, including the lead, was burning smoke. And in part of the video, you will be able to count six smoke trails in the later part of the video, they have a quad that's basically sitting still and the airplanes fly very close to this quad. And that's where people are like, is this real? Is it fake? What's the well, story?
2: I, I think part of the problem is that when you first watch the video, I think it's one of those things, everybody was getting up in an uproar that somebody's flying a quad, you know, that the one, the big fear yep. that somebody's flying a quad, nobody knows he's up there. And here it is, multi million dollar aircraft and somebody could get hurt, they're over the city mm-hmm. of whatever city I think they were Detroit I yeah, think maybe I mean, that was the Detroit city. Detroit or Minneapolis or somewhere. Um and of course, you know, what if what if this quad got sucked into an intake or what what if? So uh you know the quad you see the quad at a couple of different angles and you know, the first couple are far away, mm-hmm. you know, taking an aerial, aerial shot from far away. Mm-hmm. And then the last one he's like right on the approach as the as the jets are coming straight for the plane. Yeah, they actually got to like, go like just, right over him. Right, and it goes right over the right near or right by the the quadcopter and then flies off and every, you know everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, that was so dangerous." Well, when I saw it, at first the first time I saw it, it was like, "Oh my." And then I thought about it, I go, "How's that how's that quadcopter still flying with something zipping by yeah. doing, you know, almost 600 miles, you know, per hour flying right next to it?" It, it should have been flying end over end towards the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was expecting. Maybe the guy saved it before he got down to the, you know, before it hit the ground. Well, this thing doesn't wobble, waver, or nothing. And I, and I, and when I saw it, I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Right. You know, because it's just looked like just a regular, um, you know, not a Maverick, but uh, a Phantom, you know. Yeah, a uh, type. type. So maybe it's yeah, just like a DGI. really
1: good pilot.
0: Yeah, it's not, yeah, not no. so. I mean, yeah. you know. Flying, flying those quads in even a heavy wind causes a little bit of motion. But the point I was bringing about the smoke is that when they fly by, there's only five smoke trails. Jay and I counted them. Yeah. and the And the smoke is not, I mean, for being that close, I can tell you that the smoke coming out of the back of that thing is very condensed, and it should be very, very bright, white, tight, you know, little... It shouldn't be fanned out. It, it it comes out and it's in. You know, eventually it dissipates. But as it flies by, um, you it don't should have see been pretty thick, right? So I, I'm going to, you know, I mean, we could spend hours and hours talking about how dangerous it is to fly quads in the middle of an airport or in the middle, you know, of of aircraft that are performing like that. Wait, but wait, I, wait,
1: wait, wait! But we just talked about how they purposely drove a plane into a quad and it didn't do anything to it.
0: Well true. Right. That this is after the fact though. This that just came out. But I'm the, Right. What I'm, I'm
1: saying know. though is like all right, well we got two sides of the story here, which is good, Correct. right?
0: Right. Right. So you know, we have talked we could talk that's why I said we could talk all about all day about how dangerous it is or not dangerous it is. Uh it, it is dangerous on you know, that it could it, it could damage things. Well there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype. But behind there is it. a lot of hype behind it. You know, I mean I've already mentioned that I've hit a big, you know a brown pelican which is way larger and heavier and and you know more solid than a quad uh and it did not you know i'm still here today so it, it did a lot of damage right. to the airplane but the airplane didn't fall out of the sky because well of, you just put the windshield wiper on it <whistles> yeah <whistles> it actually you went know, right to the fly. motor but yeah. we sucked it right into the intake you got three others mm, two i just had one on this i was on the seventh. Oh, okay, no. okay. Uh, but anyway, the the thing is, is that I, I've watched the video several different times. I saw it. I know there's been a lot of, uh, you know, kind of talk about it and it's kind of gone by the wayside now. But I, I do think that it was probably more on the fake side um, just because of some of the aerodynamics behind, you know, the way the smoke works, the way uh, wingtip vortices work. You can watch those airplanes, the Blue Angels, if you do an inside picture, you know, they have a lot of videos of them flying real close in formation, and you'll see that the airplanes are bouncing around quite a bit. And that's, that's that size airplane. And if they're in a tight formation moving that much, that little quad should have just been, you know, flipped right. end over end. Because with those guys flying in that close proximity, there's a lot of wingtip vortices, turbulence, all that stuff. You can see it in each other, uh, especially when you're flying close formation like that. You're getting a lot of burble off of the wing. So the fact that the, all right. So
1: so as a person who doesn't fly real jets, or maybe you know somebody like doesn't really understand all the things that you're talking about. Okay. How am I as a regular guy, a regular brand new to the RC um, field, or you know just as a regular guy listening to us? Because maybe they just have interest but never flown. Mm-hmm. How are they going to know? that the stuff is fake. Their best buddy who's a pilot says, "Look at this." And they send the video to him and maybe they're mistaken about that. Well, some, that's that's a kind thing. Of the,
2: the, That's kind of the point of the hype, right? That's what I'm talking about because it's so realistic. Just put, you know, there's a couple of bobbles that they were in there. The smoke was one, the chase planes another. It, the chase planes, you know, all of a sudden in front of the jets and then all of a sudden the chase planes behind the jets. So we're so going mean, to be like a, the airplane snopes of the internet. It kind of. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I would it. say,
0: you know, that's a good question, Mike, and I and, I, and it's a good point because if you're they're new, not, they're not going to know. Yeah, but if you're new and you don't know, then I I would tell you basically don't assume that that that, that it's you know is what it is right off. You know, there are so everything's you, a lie until now, when? I, you know, I don't say everything's a lie, but I'm well, just I mean, I, that, I mean,
1: I'm just trying to. I'm 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 dramatizing a little bit, but. How sure. do you really get to the point where it's like, okay, do I spend time investigating this? Cause maybe I don't really care that much, but my mm-hmm. best buddy just told me this is the thing and it's a serious thing. And so I'm going to go along with him because he said it's a serious thing.
0: Yeah. Well, it is a serious thing, but at the same time, you know, your best buddy needs uh, what I'm, what I guess I should say is don't, don't grab it and then just throw it out there as the, you know, duplicated as truth. Oh my gosh, look what happened. You know, this, this is, is 100% true because you really don't know. And, you know, I think that there needs to be some sort of a investigative, uh, you know, research done or talk to those people that do know or someone, you know, that has a background in aviation, you know, heck, we've got a, you know, an email, there's several of us here that do this. So, I mean, you know, you can send us a, a if you, if you're one of our listeners and you know you had a question about that, you know, feel free to email us at the Park Flower Podcast. Or you could at call
1: 830-444-4943 and That's then leave right. a
0: message. You could do that. Just leave a message for yep, Arizona Mike, I'll do and I'd be happy to, you know, get back with you and kind of explain some of that stuff. I've done it for 30-plus for years. So having said all that, though, you know, the video went viral. Uh, everybody, you know, had comments on it. Jay and I were together at the time, so we kind of reviewed it, and we watched a couple of the videos on people that also had backgrounds that reviewed it. Yeah, X Jet did did an excellent review on it. Yeah, they did. I, I really don't know if anybody came to the conclusion that this was as real, but the problem that we're having with this is that it's the perception that it's real. Exactly. And that's where we that's where we run into the fact that there's government agencies who will remain unnamed, but their initials are the FAA. <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just use, make sure you just use the uh, nomenclature. Yes, yeah. just the nomenclature. Yeah. It's just their initials. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, but they look for items like this and they can use this kind of stuff to drive, um, you know, change in our industry. And I don't know if you got the same email. I think I forwarded it out, but they're already started. I just got an email a week or two ago uh, where they're already starting to request people uh, submit, um, you know, some information on this remote ID. And this was one of the things that we all talked about, right? Is that you you can't put a system, you can't put a rule in place and then go out into the industry and say, okay, we need to figure out how to do this. And that's kind of what we've done. You know, the FA went ahead and put the rule in place, you know, everybody's going to have to have remote ID. Well, that system isn't here. No, we got to invent it, <laughs> and and that's the email that you know it said, hey, we've asked several companies, they're working with us, you know, they're, we're we want to be play nice in the sandbox, but it's kind of putting the cart before the horse, right? You you put the yeah. cart there, and then you say, hey, we need a thoroughbred to come, uh, you know, pull this cart. Well, no, we don't. We need a mule, or do we need the cart at all? You know, I mean, I can carry my own stuff. So I just you know, unfortunately, I was reading that email, and I just thought, man. You know, this is one of those things. There's four million drones out there, uh, RC airplanes and quads and whatever else, and we got a hundred and or fifty five thousand responses. I mean, that was really not not enough. Well,
1: whoever whoever invents this thing is probably going to be, you know, make some money. I imagine
0: they might, but it's a government contract, so who knows? They may become wealthy over it, and it may not work. Jay and I've had that long conversation, wasn't it? Weren't you, weren't or it you may work fantastic,
2: but it, it, it weighs eight pounds, uh-huh. uh, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, has a, has a big old. So no more 2200 mo- uh,
1: batteries no, from me. for me. No, not,
2: you know, and, and it, it may just and it may cost a thousand dollars or three hundred dollars. You're supposed to have one. In but that would reduce the, the number of
1: planes in the air. So it could. It worked, I guess, in that respect. Right. Because right. Now, now people can't fly. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. No. Anyway, uh, I, would, uh, I would caution you to, you know, when you see stuff like that, just make sure that you're not perpetuating the drama, um, you know, posting it to your Twitter account or, you know, hey, everybody, look what happened. And I think that causes more harm than good uh, if you're in the industry. Now, you may yeah, think totally different. And if you do, you can call our number or you can email us or post it on our listeners group. Uh, we welcome it, um, and if you know it's okay to disagree i uh, I'd love to hear the feedback and see what you think. but for me, sometimes you know panic is is not the best way to handle it, and I think sometimes it comes back to bite us overall, but that's just my opinion yeah. so there you go. I think the reason we haven't
2: seen this much on
0: like the regular news is
2: just because of all the whole you know the covid and mm. you know the protesting and all the stuff that 's going on in the world right now kind of just overshadowed you know, overshadowed it.
0: It might have been, or, or, you know, they may have debunked it a lot sooner. uh, No, I just
2: think, I just think with everything else that's been going on, it, it just kind of fell way down to the wayside. Luckily for us, Mm -hmm. you know, it's what I'm kind of getting at, that it didn't get more traction because, you know, had it been a slow news week, I'm sure that would have been at the forefront that we have to stop the evil drones. Look at this almost (laughs) took down, you know?
0: Yeah, it is true. The the new cycle, but, um, so anyway, let us know what you think at uh, the Park Fire Podcast at com, or once again you can call 830-444-4943.
1: What was that, Mike? That was 830-444-4943. Is that what you said?
0: That is I think correct. you heard it right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. So, And then uh, if you're lucky enough to watch our uh, video, uh, you'll see <laughs> that we kind of keep each other informed with uh, messaging. So... I think uh, Mike said when he watched it, because, you know, Mike wasn't on the last video, so you actually had to watch the podcast and, and give us some. Feedback.
1: Yeah, I was you know, sad. Were you? Well, you missed yeah. You. Yeah. I missed right. the launch. Did
0: you? You did miss the launch.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I will Becky tell you made the, the. Becky made the launch. I the, didn't even make the launch. That's true. That's
2: true. I know. I know. She comes walking through the background. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Luckily, and, she was dressed. Yeah, so, that is hey. true. <laughs> well, I would have edited that out if she wasn't. But you know, uh, yeah. That would have been great, a little black bar walking across. <laughs> back, back over.
0: Like, wow, well, hey, our agree. ratings have flown through the roof. Yes. <laughs> wow. That is not made for kids. <laughs> That's funny. Well, um, it looks like we're pretty close to our time being up. Um Unfortunately, once again, my stuff is in Texas, so I'm probably not going to get the fly. However, I did go to the field the other day uh to hang out with the guys, and uh, one of the guys out there, Bill, he um he brought this little, I don't know what it is. It's uh it's like a little um uh UMX flat, you know, twin racer kind of thing, and it's got two motors in the front, and and uh they both they both start up, and then when you go to uh exercise the rudder, one slows down and one speeds up, you know, that kind of thing. And uh anyway he comes out and Spencer and I were standing there and he goes hey uh, you guys should fly this. Spencer's like okay. So he took the radio and and the guy goes Spencer no, never
1: you're... says no. No, he never says
0: no. Yeah. That. Uh that's not true. He'll say no depending on what the airplane looks like. I have seen him say yeah I don't want to I don't want to fly that. <laughs> so uh but anyway, Spencer launches this thing and and it was like crazy. And this thing was like you know, it, it actually was about the size of a frisbee and it looked a lot like a frisbee. It was flat like that. And, uh, anyway, we flew it around and Bill, poor Bill standing there. Like, I can't believe you're flying that. And I looked at him. I was like, what do you mean? He opens his hand and in his hand are the two twin booms that go on the tail to keep the stability. So Spencer's out there flying it around with no rudder, no, no, no vertical stab, nothing. And he's just standing there. Cause he's crashed it. Like, you know, he, he forgot to put them in. And Spencer flies around. Well, Spencer went up and uh, and actually put it into a flat spin. And this thing looked like a, oh, my gosh, it was a big flat pancake. But this thing was spinning, and he and I started laughing, and we could not stop laughing. And then I'm like, hey, let me try it. Let me try it. So I flew it, and we were spinning it. And uh, and I was like, you know, how many times can you spin it before you have to recover because it, it, it took it like three or four or five turns to recover. That sounds and, like
1: uh, a, a, a recipe for disaster. It was. Yep. It was a recipe for disaster. Oh my beer.
0: And with someone else's airplane, no less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so give Bill, yeah. you know, kudos to Bill. So uh, quick quickly, I, I kind of want to bring this up because it's something that, uh, that Jay said earlier, but uh, I took it back up and I thought, man, I can do more turns than Spencer. So I went way up. I mean, I went really high. And when I spun it, I realized, Oh no, it's spinning, but it's like a Frisbee. It's moving further away from me because we were just flying it in front of us. And now it's like on the other side of the runway. And so I come out and I've got it full throttle. And the thing is just, it is flying backwards as fast as it can go. And it's just getting farther and farther. And these guys are making fun of me about, you know, Hey, old man, can you see that far? And, you know, and I can still (laughs) see it, but it's really unstable and I, and I literally am at full throttle. I'm trying to get it to come down. And, and Spencer comes running over there. He goes, just put it in the ground. And he takes the radio, chops the throttle, and just boom, right into the ground. And I looked out, and I was like, crap, now I got to go get it. You know, I said, the least you could have done is try to get it back. He's like, yeah, it ain't coming back, man. It's in the wind. But you don't want it to wind up in the highway because it was going. So Bill was like. The
2: re- wait, wait. So the reason that it, it flew off was because you guys were flying it right in front of you and that you have a cupola? Or whatever for for your field, right? The kind of blocks, the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We have the, the little uh, awning that you sit under. Awning, yeah. And I got it way up above that, above it. right. Yeah, so we, <laughs> that's why it took off. It was, and the wind was howling. I mean, it was a the windsock was pretty much sticking straight out. So I mean, it was in the later in the day, and uh, of course the sun was going down, and we didn't want to fly that direction because you're staring into the sun, and I did that already once, saw stars. Um, so anyway, it went way out there and. I handed the radio uh, to Bill, and he went to turn the radio off. And I just saw him reaching for the button, and I was like, whoa. And I snatched the radio back from him. He's like, what? And I go, don't turn your radio off. Don't do it. He's like, why not? I said, because I'll never find that airplane if you do. So we hop in the truck. He goes with me, and one of the other guys uh, goes with us as well. And uh, we drove all the way over to the fence, hopped the fence, and then we started walking through the field. And so my friend Ernie told me, he's like, okay, there's a big saguaro cactus, and I think it's just to the right of that saguaro cactus. And I said, okay. So we walked right to where the saguaro cactus was, and we were standing there. And I told the guys, I was like, okay, listen. And I gave it throttle and moved the control services. Sure enough, off in the distance, I heard it go, you know, like that. And I was like, okay, it's over here. And they go, it is? <laughs> <laughs> Cause they never heard a thing. And so I walk around, there's down in this little gully. We walked around the saguaro. It was actually to the left of the saguaro. Uh We got a little bit closer and I said, okay, hold on. And I like that. And I go, okay, I know where it's at. So I made a beeline for the noise. There was a big, huge bush and some cactus. So I walked around it and there it sat flat, just sitting flat on the, uh, on the ground. Uh, no damage. And so I scooped it up, and they were standing there like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe you found this thing because it literally, it's uh-huh. a UMX. It's its very small. And Bill, <laughs> I felt sorry for Bill, goes, you see all these tire tracks in here? I go, yeah. He goes, that was me last week on my bicycle. I was back here for three hours looking for my airplane. I said, really? There's an airplane back here? He goes, yeah, I lost one. I said, well, okay. He goes, yeah, I, I would have never thought to leave the radio on to try and find it. And I said, well, unless the airplane crashed and everything came apart, it doesn't do you any good, but you will not know that until you get close. Exactly. And I said, I never shut my radio off because if you do rebinding, it is going to be a a hassle, right? I mean, it may not rebind and, or it may do something silly, right? It may, the the motor may kick on and just go full throttle and then it tears your airplane up or, you know, any, anything could happen. And so I told him, I said, yeah, never turn it off. I said, there was actually a time uh, out at the Mesa field where somebody had lost the airplane and I took the radio out and lowered the landing gear, raised the landing gear. And I could hear it, zzz, zzz, you know, like that. And I was like, oh, it's got to be over here. And I, we walked right to it. I go, so you have to listen to those sounds and exercise the radio. I said, uh, Jay lost um, the Jim's airplane out in the river back there, and we found it the same way. Oh, yeah, way. that's we right. We walked back there. My, my fun
1: jet in Alaska, way in the woods. Yep. We, yep. Used, that. we used the servos, found it yep. right away. That's it.
0: And I think we lost your um, your glider as well, and we found the glider the same way. Yeah. Like the, the big, yeah. Uh, now, the glider was ripped in half, but, you know, we could... <laughs> You know, we we did find it,
1: and we were able to. One know. problem at a time, right? That's one correct. One problem at a time. And
0: the main thing is finding it. So. He got a new glider out of that. He so did get It worked glider. out well for him. Right, did work. And, out. and he got a
2: decor. and it was all decorated when he got it. Dude, right. come the to the think of it, that was a The sweet guilt deal. was heavy.
0: For sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you actually turned out that that was a really good deal for you. Because you, had some, <laughs> hey, you guys want to fly anything else? Piece of, you yeah. Know, all Jay, the- fly this one. right. You know. right so anyway, there's some uh, advice for you. Use it uh, as you feel free, but um, yeah, if you lose your airplane out there, make sure you keep your radio on. Just walk out there and try to. Now, don't go full throttle and leave it full throttle. People do no, that too. No, but, don't do that. Uh, you just have to exercise the servos, and sometimes you can hear them raise the landing gear, maybe you know, bump the throttle. Now, I will tell you, if it's electric and it's sitting in a tree, and the prop, the prop will actually, I call it a ching. It goes ching 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 like that because it's not turning, and you're hearing that chatter. And it is relatively loud. so. But anyway, that's uh, kind of our uh, safety lesson for today. Uh, go out there. Safety go. tip of the day. <laughs> and you can find it. So, but anyway, back to the, uh, you know, we came back and I had, uh, we brought it all the way back. Everybody was laughing because we actually found it. Uh, I grabbed the two little uh, tail feathers of it. I stuck them in there and I flew for three more minutes because I had three minutes on the battery. <laughs> so... Anyway, wow. it was fun, and uh, everybody was jumped out to fly, and I flew it around everybody and then came in and landed. And I felt really, uh, really glad that I didn't have to buy the guy a new airplane after I lost it. Because you know, <laughs> those UMX airplanes were like 100 bucks, and I was just like, there's no yep. way I'm losing $100 in that little thing. You know, I was having too much fun. And Bill's a nice guy. He probably would have said, don't worry about it. But um, I still would have felt guilty. So Probably would have bought a new one because I was the one flying.
1: It. I know it served me so far. So that's- <laughs> yes, it has. That's
0: right. So anyway, there seems we, to be a theme there. That can be a whole another episode on the etiquette of flying other people's airplanes. So, and uh, we'll let Jay handle that. Well or, or
1: right. to otherwise topic, how to use guilt for bettering your plane stable.
0: And we'll let Mike go with that topic. So. <laughs> yeah, that'll be my topic. Yeah. His topic is how do you how to use your guilt. Uh, guilty conscious to get new airplane parts. I love that plane. <laughs> <laughs> it was my grandmother's airplane. <laughs> <app. laughs>
1: I remember flying that when I was seven years old.
0: Exactly. You bought it last year. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it like it was when I was seven. Yeah, exactly. Well, that pretty much does it this week. It's uh, gone by pretty quickly. I uh, Hard to believe. But, um, yeah, uh, Jay, you flying? Mow the grass you kind of well you don't have anything to fly do you or do you oh i got
2: pl- uh yeah no i don't have anything to fly um i don't know i might need a new plane Yeah, I know. maybe i don't know no i, I i'm probably going to go out if okay. i can get my butt up early in the morning yeah. so you know i'm a, I'm a uh, little bit like count-
1: i think you told me you were going to 3d print a plane or something i don't know something about a micro cam or something like that uh, yeah
2: well you know eric uh after the last uh that's right. Uh our last our last little show, I got a little excited because I finally got my machine pretty well tuned up that I think I can start printing some parts. Airplane parts like that.
1: So, oh boy, oh boy, oh
0: boy. Yeah. Oh so boy, oh boy, oh boy. Gonna boy. Give it a try, so, I think he's going to work with him. So. Well, exactly. uh that pretty much does it for uh our time. We are uh, glad Mike is back with us and um yeah, Thank we're um, glad that we've got this uh, video thing going. Hopefully it'll uh, continue. And then other than that, uh, I've got training tomorrow, um, for a couple days. And then after that, I'll probably wind up back down in Texas, I think for a little bit. Um, we'll see how that works. So I need to get all my stuff. Hey,
1: if you're at Jay's house again, and you're coming up to Dallas, grab I'm, those wings will you.
0: I will. If I was going well, that way, but I'm probably, it, he's going, straight going straight that way. Dallas. He's going straight to, to Dallas yeah, first, I'm Flying straight to Dallas. And then I'm probably, probably flying down to, to, uh,
1: Austin.
0: Austin.
2: You
1: know, yeah. So just stick them in your suitcase or something on the way back.
0: And well, I'll fly to Phoenix.
2: No, he'll be, in, he'll be in his oh, car. Oh, I oh, my car I'm going to be driving. The you're other you're, you're out of luck, man. That's basically <laughs>
1: you're what you're saying. Dallas <laughs> on the way back. I mean, come on.
0: It's a little out of the way, but whatever. Give a guy a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get him to you. Trust me. It's funny. Well, uh, that's it for I'll us. I'll go down and get him at some yeah. point
1: because I, I want to fly my paramotor down. I tried to a uh, mm-hmm. while back. We talked about it on the show a little bit, and uh, I, for whatever reason, couldn't get my unit started. We had some trouble, and. Uh, it was FUBAR. It was FUBAR. Yeah, there's some well, issues. That's better than. But the, yeah, alone. Yeah, you can't fly it when it's not working. Sure. Um, but I need to go back down there because there's a great, great bunch of guys down there and love to fly to space.
0: Good, good. Well, we're glad nothing happened to you. And uh, from Michael here in Arizona.
2: Jay from the hills of Texas.
1: And came Mike in Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to artflyerpodcast at gmail.com.